Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Patriots 4th and 2, the official podcast of PatsFans.com. We are back on Patriots 4th and 2, the official podcast of PatsFans.com. I'm Russ Coleman. Joining me right now is Steve Balsgeri in the Secret Square and, of course, Derek Havens. In this preview episode of the upcoming game for the Patriots, we'll talk about their last game of the season against the Bills. Uh, We will also talk a little bit about the good news, and we'll just start with talking about the good news. In fact, guys, let's just get right to it. Let's talk about the positive news with the improvement of DeMar Hamlin. And uh, i got to be honest with you guys, I was very concerned about this. I literally just took a CPR class and took classes – dealing with situations like this. And uh, based on the timing of this, I was concerned that this would not end well. Well, it looks like it could potentially end well. So this is very good news. Derek, your thoughts on the positive signs with DeMar Hamlin, and then we'll talk about the game. Well, Steve and I recorded a show on Wednesday, uh, just two days ago, and we weren't sure what to think. Uh, And in the last 48 hours, some absolutely miraculous improvement. Um, just so happy for for him, for his family, first and foremost, for the Bills. And obviously there's been a wave of support around the league just because it just brought out, you know, you put aside the sport and you bring in the human element of everything. And it's just incredible, incredible that uh, the progress he's made. And I'm just so happy for him and his family. Okay, excellent. Steve, your thoughts on the positive signs with DeMar Hamlin? Yeah, it looks like he's going to uh... – you know, we were worried that he was actually whether or not he'd survive this, but now it looks like he's going to recover. I don't know if he'll ever play football again. I'm sure those questions are far down the road, but it's good to see them take his uh, breathing tube out. He was able to talk this morning. He was going to record a message this afternoon uh, for his Bills teammates. So rest assured, we will see that message on Sunday. Very good there, Steve. Good stuff. All right, guys, let's get into talking about the game. And we obviously have to start with talking about the Bills. I don't want to go through all the permutations and everything going on with the playoffs because, it honestly, it gives me a popsicle headache. I, I don't even want to touch it. Do you want, I have it pulled up for just the Patriots if you want. I can. No, I, I actually just want to focus on the game 
uh, to be honest with you, Derek. I think we should just focus on the game. Well, you started off the show by saying it was the last Patriots game of the season. So obviously, subconsciously, <laughs> well, I, well, I already know your prediction without even well, saying Well, no, it. I, I like, should say last regular season. That's what yeah. you should have yeah. said. It was a Freudian <laughs> slip there. Well, Mark. there's it a was. Goldman. Yeah. No, it's not a Goldman. It's a Freudian slip. <laughs> okay. Well, we shall see, Steve. We shall see. Sure so, ever, ever <laughs> so let's get to it, guys. Let's just talk about the Bills. It's a very uh, interesting situation with them. Mm. If you're asking me, after watching the entire season, I think they're better than the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're the best team in the league. That's my opinion. I'm going to stick with it. I don't know how this is going to affect them. Now, <laughs> we, can, we can say they're going to just run through the playoffs – destroy the Patriots, and win the Super Bowl. I'm not so sure of that. We're going to have to see how this affects them. Again, you're thinking it's going to affect them positively. I don't know about that. We're going to have to see how it all plays out because they might be too hyped out throughout this entire situation, not just against the Patriots, but in the playoffs for their teammate. Derek, for me, my only concern about the Bills is not their talent, I think they're the most talented team in the league. It starts with the coach and also the way that that team is built. And they do run on emotion. And in situations like this, you kind of have to put the emotions down and just play football. Can they do it? That's my only question on the Bills. Not talent. Can they keep their emotions in check with a very difficult situation on their hands? Yeah, I mean, I think it could go one of two ways. And you laid it out. I I think you could see a team kind of frothing at the mouth, so to speak, to get out there and play for their their teammate. I think you could see that in a positive way, or maybe it gets them too hyped up and they make a couple early mistakes. So I have no doubt the environment is going to be absolutely electric. Uh, I'm kind of getting chills just thinking about it right now. Uh, I mean, we've used the term, you know, the Patriots versus everyone, you know, New England versus the world in the past. It's really going to be like that on Sunday. Uh, If you're not a Patriots fan, I'm sure you're probably rooting for Buffalo, and I, I get it. It's an incredible story. They've they've had a lot of adversity all season. Uh, nothing that would trump this, of course. Um, and it's just going to be very emotional uh, in a lot of different ways. I think for fans, but for more importantly, the players and the coaches and everyone else. So I'm interested to see how it plays out. Um, obviously, the Bills have had their way with the Patriots pretty much for the last few years, and they're and I agree with you, Russ. I mean, if if they're, not, if they're not the most talented, they're in the conversation uh, and with the top few teams in the league. And, and uh, it's going to be a tough, tough game for the Patriots in a lot of ways. But this emotion element is definitely a variable that we're not going to know until the game kicks off. Right. And that's why I wanted to start by talking about this, because I have much respect for the Buffalo Bills, for their players. I don't have as much respect for their head coach, because I think their head coach is a ticking time bomb. I really believe this. I think he's a talented coach, but I've seen on a few occasions him losing his, letting his emotions take over. So this is a tough one for him. Can he make good decisions under pressure? I still haven't seen it. I've seen him make bad decisions under pressure. So I'm just curious, Steve, your view on the Bills, because I'll just say it. They should win the Super Bowl. They should win the Super Bowl. If they don't win the Super Bowl, I'm going to blame it on McDermott because I think it's going to come down to him and the type of environment he has built there. Because let's be honest, the Patriots have 
really worked off of the emotion or lack of emotion of Belichick and just been very cerebral. I think the Bills take their cues from their head coach. So your thoughts on all this? Well, first of all, like Derek said, that atmosphere is going to be beyond electric on Sunday afternoon. I mean, that place is always loud. That was loud when they were terrible. When the Bills were terrible, that place was still extremely loud. So you can imagine the roof is going to come off that place. And, you know, I I think, you know, the first five to ten minutes of the game, I think it's Patriots. That That's my, going to be my number one key, too. They're yep. going to have to weather the storm. Yep. Because they can't afford to let that emotionally charged atmosphere work against them. Because mm-hmm. if it did, if it does, it's going to snowball, and by the end of the first quarter, this game will be out of hand. On hand on the Bible, that's my first key too. It's just survive, okay. just survive the beginning of the game. You yeah. want to okay. call that? You want to call that half the first quarter? You want to call it the entire first quarter? They have to, in your words, weather that storm. Yep. If yep. they do, and they can keep it close, who knows? But if then, I think you get out all, of hand, quickly. all that emotion and, and, and adrenaline will start to wear down. And that will be the time that they have to make a move and play their football game. Right. But I agree with you, Russ. I think the Bills should win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to come down to them in San Francisco. I just think, uh, you know, even with the the quarterback San Francisco has right now, I still think they're going to come out of the NFC. I don't think it's going to be Philly. It shows you how good that team is. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I totally agree. They can run the football. They have good receivers. They have a tremendous defense. All of those those things travel. So no matter what happens with them, I think it's going to be them in Buffalo um, this year. But, you know, um, it's going to be interesting because I, I read something today that they were talking about maybe a neutral site for the AFC championship. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on, and it was, it was approved. It was approved today. They if talk about a popsicle headache, Russ, if, if you look there, there's certain permutations that, um, that, it, you know, if they come, come true, the AFC championship game will be at a neutral site. Now, not always, but there's some, you can read about it if you want. And Russ, I know this isn't necessarily the bills just really quickly. Yeah. Go ahead. We talked about it on Wednesday. And I, if Stephen, Stephen, I talked talk about this on Wednesday. No one really wanted to say it, but in the, I knew that <laughs> the fangs would start to come out eventually. And you've kind of heard that a little bit from Cincinnati and Baltimore well, yeah. since this in the last 12, 16 hours or so, because oh, yeah. because Cincinnati's like, well, we, okay, yeah, we won the division. Baltimore's like, well, hey, we, you guys just got the division, but now Cincinnati's like, well, you should be going off winning percentage for for, for seeding, and they're, I don't know, it's. Obviously, everyone didn't want to say anything because the bigger picture was was Demar. But people feathers are starting to get ruffled a little bit, and it's just an interesting side drama story. That's all. The only thing I will say, Derek, and it's been consistent for as long as I've basically been watching the NFL, the ownership, the uh, everything to do with the higher ups with the NFL going all the way up to Roger Goodell, they got their head up their ass and they, they get in their way of so many different things to make things 
not as transparent, not as clear cut as it should. They just make up the rules as they go along. Steve has always said this. They're doing it again. Yeah, well, and, the, the structure in place is for what Cincinnati's arguing is like, hey, you know, in your rule book, it says yep. you should go off winning percentage. The yep. NFL was like, well, this seems like a different, you know, situation. And I, I get it. It's a, it's a tough I, – I, I think they've navigated – since the game ended, I think they've navigated the waters okay. I give them a little credit compared to normal. But I do agree with you. It's very consistent with what they've done in the past and what Steve has always said. They make yep. up the rules as they go along, even in this even in this uh, unprecedented you know, situation. Yeah, and it's too bad. And I'm glad that you brought up Cincinnati. I don't really want to spend a lot of time talking about no, it. I'll share fine. my thoughts and we'll move on. I think they're getting screwed here. I think they're getting screwed. I just think it's terrible the way this is all playing out. But you know what? The player's health comes first. That was number one for me. I'm glad well, he's okay. If they have a hard time with it, I understand it. But let's just move on and just let's just play football. Let's, look, Park, let's Park Avenue football. is going to take the side of Baltimore. We know this. You know they're not going to take the side of Cincinnati. They're going to take the side of Baltimore. So yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. and and I just think that you know Zach Taylor sitting there is one of the heroes from the other night, and he was, but. You know, he, you know, Sean McDermott came up to him and said, you know, I don't think I can coach this game. I need to be with DeMar. And so Zach Taylor was like, you know, well, yeah, of course. Like, okay, we'll just end the game. And then I think Zach Taylor saying, we, well, we ended the game, but <laughs> well, now we're being punished for doing the right thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. so I, I can see, I can see that all around it. I think everyone has its own side. That's why it's, no one's going to win. But I, I knew that the you know we'd start to see some flames here kick up, and we're starting to see it a little bit. But I think you know what's done is done. It's not going to be clean. It's a situation that hopefully we don't see for a very long time again. But just the league kind of doing what they want to do. Another example. Okay. okay, good stuff. All right, coming up next, we're going to break down this game. We're going to preview this game for the Patriots against the Bills. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Okay, guys, as always, we start with which team has the advantage. I have a feeling we're going to go Buffalo with all of them, but, you know, let's go through them. Steve? <laughs> Patriots are on offense. Bills are on, are on defense. And the passing game, who do you give the advantage to? <laughs> well, yeah, they're missing DeMar Hamlin. So, uh, you know, um, that'll be a blow. Actually, he is a really good run defender. He's also, uh, I think, underrated in the passing game. That will hurt them. However, comma, 
Um, the Patriots have Matt Patricia calling the plays. And to me, this game is, you know, conservatism is out the window. You have to air this ball out in Buffalo on Sunday. Okay. Because if you play conservative, I agree. you're going to play right into their hands. And, you know, Mac Jones will have 179 yards at the end of the day. You know, you, you, if you turn the ball over, so be it. At least you go down swinging, okay. you know. But I still give the advantage to Buffalo's defense on this by a pretty wide margin. But if, if I'm the coach of the Patriots, I go down swinging. I'm not playing conservative in this game because, as Gerard Mayo said, I think it was this morning, this is a trash bag game. You lose, you pack all your stuff in your locker and you go home. Steve, let me ask you this though. I agree with you, but don't you think that going back to what, you know, a little preview of our first key is going to be, don't you think you have to be conservative at least to start the first quarter or so? Just keep the game close. Weather the storm, Steve. Weather the storm a bit and then you can that, start to open up a little bit, right? But, you know, when I, when I say weather the storm, that's like, you know, Defensively, you, you, you're talking about Steve. Well, both sides of the ball, but at the same time, you know, if you have a third and six, don't send three receivers on a two yard route because that's going to play right into that emotional factor of the game. Send them out at least seven yards where they're beyond the sticks. And as we've seen too many times this year, they throw two yard passes or behind the line of scrimmage on third and six or longer. Right. And they can't do that on Sunday. If they want to win this game and actually punch their tickets to the postseason without having to rely on, you know, 18 teams having a decided income, then, you know, this is the way they have to do it. But I, I give the big advantage to Buffalo. Okay. Because they won't. Der- <laughs> Derek, over to you. We're going to talk about the Patriots running game against the Bills defense. Now, what's interesting here, I have listened to a little talk here. All the talk is typical. The Patriots have to run the ball. They have to run the ball. This is what they have to do. Steve's going the exact opposite. Air it out. And I actually like Steve's strategy. But who do you give the advantage if the Patriots do decide to run the ball? As you were talking about, weather the storm. Does that mean running the ball? And can you run the ball on the Bills? Well, you can, uh, but, you know, the Bills have a decent run defense. I mean, they're they're 4.3 yards per carry allowed. I mean, look, if I'm, I get what Steve's point is. I just think you can't be as conservative as you have. You've got to be certainly more aggressive. It can't be run, run, one pass for five yards and complete punt. Like you can't, you can't do that this week. So I, I agree. You got to, you got to let Mac air it out more, but I also would say Ramondre, even though he's had some, you know, some blunders and, two of the last three weeks. I still think he's been, he showed how valuable he is. If you want to call screen passes, pass plays, you know, whatever you want to do, you got to get the ball in his hands at least. Uh, and that's going to be their identity. But I agree with Steve. I, I want to see some shotgun. I want to see some downfield passes. I want to see some deep crossers. They're going to have every year guys, they open up the bag of tricks a little bit. I know they don't have that, that genius and McDaniels here anymore, but I'm hoping they have something up their sleeve because you're going to have to steal, you know, you can't just score one touchdown and kick three field goals and call it a day this week. You got to get into the end zone, and uh, you know, I, I do give, I do give the the, the Bills the advantage, and uh, you know, overall though. Okay, Derek, back to you. Let's switch it. Patriots are on defense, 
and the Bills are on offense in the passing game. Now, on the face of it, this is a no-brainer. It's Bills, Bills, Bills. Kind of. But, and then I'm going to go with a but, the Patriots have had their asses kicked lately against the Bills, especially in the passing game. They have to do something different. Will they have something different planned for Josh Allen? Can they do something different? Will they adjust? Because Bill Belichick does adjust from seeing the team the second time around. They do adjust. Can they do it against the Bills this time? Josh Allen has proven me wrong. He's had a fantastic year. But I think he can be had. Can the Patriots actually do this? Well, they need to contain him. But here's the thing. The Patriots' run defense right now, it's been a little Jekyll and Hyde all year. Against running backs, they've been really good. They're, they're top. I'm talking about the passing game. Oh, I thought we were talking about running game. Okay, no, we, I thought we used that. Sorry. Okay, well, anyway. So passing game, yeah. Okay, well, then I'll switch I'll switch. a golden that. for Derek. That's okay. I felt like we always do running first, but anyway, whatever. Um, so, no, he started with passing with me. No, okay. I think he... I don't know. He screwed me up. I'm just going to blame Russ. I'll watch the tape later and we'll figure yeah, that, it out. That's right. Just blame um, Yeah. So you're screwed in the passing game. Uh, I think that what you have to do is I'd like to see a lot of either Duggar or, or, or Jabril Peppers, who I feel like has gotten more and more active as he gets better from his ACL recovery. I see Peppers as the spy on Allen and use Duggar more in the box this week. Uh, you know, Duggar's made a lot of big plays. He's the only player in the NFL with three touchdowns this season, but I still think he gets a little too fast and loose in the pass game. So what I want to see is using some combination of either Peppers and Duggar spying Allen. I think that's the key. Uh, obviously, we know he has a cannon, but to me, I would go ahead and I would go ahead and give the Bills the advantage. You just got to you. They shred man. You're going to have to play zone, and you're just going to have to be aggressive with them and try to keep them in the pocket and just hold yeah, on. Yeah, I, I agree with that because. You know, what they tried to do the last time was contain Allen in the pocket. Right. That's fine. But you still have to bring pressure on him. You can't contain him in the pocket and give him six to eight seconds to throw the football because that just defeats the entire purpose. You know, you're going to have to take some chances. Yeah, he might get out and run, you know. But like you said, if you've got a guy like uh, Peppers playing – you know, the spy role, he's athletic enough to keep up with them. Now, I agree. He, he gives a lot of weight in size and weight to Allen, but at least he can, you know, slow up that run process uh, by coming onto him and wait for help. But uh, just the containment thing, that that's not going to work especially against these receivers. I know. I think just like you want to be aggressive on offense, Steve, you got to be aggressive on defense. That means flood zones. That means bring extra pressure. That means leave a spy in. And you just can't, you can't play the, you know, we're going to drop eight and only and you have three linemen rushing. If you do that, he's going to kill you. I mean, he's, he's done it. And they try spinning the dial on him constantly, but you got to try to be aggressive and you got to try to surprise him a little bit because going back to Russ's point to start the show, which we all agree with nope. emotions are going to be high. He's not, he's not impervious to mistakes. He's a okay. great player, but he's a, but he's also a guy Derek, who's not afraid to theory. take chances. I have a theory on something we have not seen in a long time. Hmm. And they've done this, believe it or not, against the Buffalo bills, the amoeba defense. Would you bring it back to face Josh Allen? Would, would you, if you're Belichick, Steve and bill, and then of course, Gerard Mayo, would you bring back the amoeba defense where he, you're standing up, you're you're basically moving all around, you're trying to confuse him at the line of scrimmage? 
I would try everything. I would try everything. And I would get my best 11 athletes on the field. And I would just say, you know, good luck. <laughs> Seriously. And, and, and drop, you know, maybe you're going to bring five one time. Maybe you're going to bring four. Maybe you're going to, you know, maybe you're going to go only zero have two once. defensive linemen like they would do against Peyton Manning. Yeah, and that's fine. And then leave Peppers as a spy and then drop everybody else and see what happens. I mean, you got to yep. try. You, you, the point of the matter is that you can't just let him have his way with you. Just yep. like on offense, we're, we're Steve saying you got to be aggressive defensively, especially the same. Okay, and I would well, argue you should I, be more aggressive on defense the in the beginning. Empty what? the playbook on Sunday. I agree. There's no tomorrow. Yeah, yep. you've, so. you, got, you got nothing to lose. That's why I was thinking, why not try that? I have yep. not seen it all season. Why not try that? It's something that I don't think they did it last year either. They have not done it in a while, Steve. But when they have done it, they've been actually accused by our local media as gimmicking up a way to get pressure. But you know what? You try everything here. You try other teams everything. do that. Yeah, other teams do it. All right, over to you, Steve. Just because we're it's running short on time, it. who has the advantage in the running game? I, I think the Patriots do because the Bills, other than Josh Allen. Haven't been running the football, you know, great. So I think they'll be able to stop the run at least, you know, through the first half. And we'll see how much time of possession Buffalo and the Patriots have at halftime. Because if it's really tilted the way it was the last game, then, you know, they're going to wear down. However, I, I think, uh, you know, if you just put in their running game out, say it's a blizzard and they're trying to run the football, I think the Patriots have the advantage there. Okay. And just so you know, I did check the weather. It's going to be somewhere between 34 and 35 degrees. No, so it's not Tommy from Buffalo. That's that's actually fairly warm for Buffalo. So just yeah, keep that in mind. I, did, I actually did check the weather. So, All right. It's time for three keys to victory. Mr. Balistrieri, go ahead. I think, as I said at the outset, I think you have to weather the storm. It's going to be a really charged atmosphere and you know um there's going to be a lot of emotions at play and as i said about demar hamlin he's recording a message to his teammates they're going to play that right before the kickoff oh yeah you know and that place will be rocking you know um i think the number two is like i also said you have to throw a conservative out the window i'm not saying throw a bomb on, you know, 40 times a game. I'm saying you have to find holes out there in the 12 to 15 yard range. No more of this nibbling stuff that they've been doing all year. It just hurts your offense and it makes it much easier for the opposing defense. Number three key, uh, I think on defense, you have to come up with a game plan where you're not only, you know, dropping a lot of guys in coverage, but you're getting pressure because, it, like I said, just containing him isn't enough. Okay, excellent. Derek, over to you, your three keys. Yeah, it's pretty similar to Steve's. All right, weather the storm, uh, you know, first and foremost, be aggressive on both sides of the ball, and don't let Josh Allen kill you with your legs. It's really, it's really just that simple for me, guys. Okay, excellent. All right, let's end with predictions. Mr. Havens, I'll go to you first. Give me a prediction. I think it's going to be an electric atmosphere. I do think that Buffalo will come out swinging. I'm fascinated to know if that hurts them at all at the beginning or if it helps them. Uh, not that they need much against the Patriots these days. But um, I, do think, I do think they'll make some mistakes. I think the Patriots will at least keep it close for a little bit. 
Maybe I'm wrong. I'd like to see if the Patriots lose, I'd like to see at least see some fight and not not get absolutely blasted like you did last year in your in your last contest of the year in the postseason versus the Bills where you lost by 30. So, you know, we'll see. I just I just know, guys, that we've watched a consistently bad offense get dragged by a pretty good defense all year long. And right now, that pretty good defense is going against an absolute wagon in the Bills. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough assignment. Um, I think the Patriots are going to lose this game, unfortunately. I'm going to go with 37 to 23 Bills. Okay. Steve? Do you think they're going to score 23? Uh, wow. that's, that's consistent for them. Three, <laughs> field, three field goals, one touchdown. That's what they do every week. <laughs> oh, 13. Oh. I thought you said 23. No, I did. Yeah, three field goals and a touchdown. Or, and, you know, maybe, and, and, or maybe they'll do the two touchdowns, oh. but one of them's a defensive touchdown. <laughs> You know, they yeah, only, but they, they only yeah. went one way or two ways. Yeah. You know, it's the same game. Every week. Anyway, yeah, I think uh, Buffalo, I think the Patriots defense will do a, a pretty good job. I think they'll keep it close for a while, but I'm with you. I think it's 27 13. Okay, excellent. Good stuff, guys. I'm just going to share real quick my three keys. This goes back to what I had said earlier. I, I agree with but you guys are talking about weathering the storm. I haven't done three keys in a while. My number one goes back to my thoughts on defense because I think that is the key to this game. I think the Patriots have to cause turnovers and maybe get a pick six. They're probably going to have to do that to win. And uh, so Mm -hmm. that's my number one key. Uh, Or number three, whatever. Number two, they need to do what Steve said. I think they need to open up the playbook and let him throw the ball. And and at least – throw the ball down the field to open things up in the middle of the field. And I think that they need to focus on some plays in the middle of the field. I I think that they've been really not showing us enough of that. And number three, I think it's going to come down to the play in uh, both trenches, the offensive and defensive lines. Can they hold? Can they get pressure? That's what it's going to come down to. So, guys, I'm going with a Patriots victory, 21-17. to are you just doing this because you said final game of the season to start the show or <laughs> just making no, up for it? <laughs> no, I actually, uh, I am going with a Patriots victory. I could see I, it. I, I thought about this a half hour before we ever went. I might be the only one probably in the world probably doing this. But I'm doing this because, one, I think Belichick is the greatest coach ever. And I think he will actually figure out a way to contain Josh Allen. The only way I see the Patriots winning this game. And they're going to have to get a pick six. Yeah, is 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 they need a huge defensive play or maybe a special teams play. Yep. They need to play turnover free on offense. And they have to do something they haven't really done all season, which is have a competent offense that yep. can score in the red zone. And I mean score touchdowns, not field goals. Yep. I don't have any faith in it, but I can see a path if the Bills come out, you know, too frazzled. I just... Yep. I have a hard time getting to getting there. I listen, I'm I know I'm all by myself on this, but I thought about it and I'm just gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> right. And I, because... I was hoping they were gonna beat Cincinnati on Monday and you know, um, and then Kansas City would lose on Sunday last week, and then the Bills just decide to rest everybody. But that didn't happen. But I will say this if Kendrick Bourne is relegated to you know to the bench again i'd fire everybody the whole kit and caboodle because you know what it's like there's a good story there and i'm sure it will eventually come out 
There, yeah, there's a story. If, if he's sitting on the bench in this game against Buffalo, the truth is going to come out about Kendrick Bourne. And, and, and if and if he does, yeah. and I don't care if they win or lose, I'm firing everybody. <laughs> well, so someone asked he's firing Bill everyone. Someone him. asked Bill Belichick the other day about Kendrick Bourne, and he said no particular reason. And I thought it was interesting that our friend of the show, Fred Kirsch, was <laughs> said <laughs> said. Well, everyone's saying, oh, it's no particular reason. He's like, yeah, there's – and Fred said, yeah, it could be, yeah, no particular reason. Like, there's so many to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think there's something going on behind the scenes. Russ, can I just share one thing before we go? Go ahead. All right. So if the Patriots lose, they need these three things to happen. I spelled it out since Russ Jeez. gave me the admin controls. It's very simple. It's three things. So if you're watching, you can see Miami loss, Pittsburgh loss, Jacksonville win. If the Patriots lose, they can still get in if these three things happen. Okay. Well, well thank, thank you. you, Derek. That just gave me a huge popsicle headache. But thank you. Really? That's yeah. it. Yeah. Claire says yeah. her key to the victory is use Hunter Henry properly. Okay. Okay. My key to victory it's is that Hunter Henry catches the ball. <laughs> yeah, that he actually catches the ball. Well, actually, it's not really him. It's been John Smith who hasn't really caught the ball. But but Claire, just for one week, hey, how about you saying a wide receiver catches the ball? That that would be different. You know, yeah, Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne. There you go. Kendrick Bourne. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Guys, thank you for doing the show. And again, thank you. Thank you, everyone that watches and listens every week, especially thank you to Ian Logue, who does our videos and posts them on uh, YouTube on the PatsFans.com YouTube channel. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Patriots 4th and 2. Thank you again to Steve Alshary and Derek Havens. I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Patriots 4th and 2, the official podcast, patsfans.com.